Hey, what's up, everybody? And thank you for clicking back into Life is Crazy, the dopest podcast out there. Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking about choosing a trail for beginners. Um, So if you're a pro hiker, uh, this episode's probably not for you, but you can still listen to it because I'm pretty sure you probably have some really good feedback. Um, I always enjoy feedback from everybody because it always, you know, shows me what to change or what to do next. Um, But it is for somebody that's barely starting off. Uh, somebody that wants to know about how to choose the correct trail. And I think that that comes up when we first start out. Uh, we're not really sure about like, you know, how, how is this trail the right trail for me? Like, you know, would I be able to walk it or, you know, is it too too hard for me or whatnot, you know? Uh, so I'm going to go over a couple of different topics and a couple of different ways on how to choose it. Um, but I definitely, definitely have to recommend um, the All Trails app. There are many, many trail um, apps out there. That's a, that's a matter of preference, but I do use this one. So I would definitely like, you know, incline you to download it. And they do have a free version, but I do have the pro version. Um, and it's, it's I think, not too expensive. Uh, anywhere between $15 and $25 a month. Or no, no, no. Sorry, let me take that back. A year. Sorry about that. So it's like 15 bucks to $25 a year. Sorry. Um, but it, it definitely helps you out because it gives you more access to like maps, topographic maps, um, you know, uh, weather maps, you know, you can look at, I think it's like the, the air quality and stuff like that. So it's, it's a really good thing. Um, but again, you don't have to, this is just to kind of help you out, you know, and you could always try the, the free version because it does give you a lot of, um, trails. I just think it doesn't show you like the, the actual map, but it shows you kind of like where it's at. But for the first, first thing, so we're going to talk about length. Um, if you're first starting off, you're kind of curious to know like, well, what can I accomplish? What can I conquer? Um, and if you're starting off, you don't want to, you know, take something too big where it doesn't sound as big, you know, like, let's say, oh, well, I could walk eight miles, but, you know, walking eight miles, hiking, going up and down, uh, that could be kind of difficult. So it's kind of something to kind of keep in mind. Uh, the way I usually remember, and this is just something that I've thought about if somebody's ever else has, you know, heard it, let me know, but it's like the one to four ratio. So if you walk a mile a day, you should be able to walk four miles a day, you know? Uh, or for, for, you know, for a hiking trail, you should be able to walk four miles. Um, if you're able to walk three miles a day, you should be able to walk 12 miles, a, you know, a day. And this depends a lot on, you know, your physical, how can I put it, like um, fitness. You know, how fit are you? This is a very, very personal question that nobody can answer. But don't worry, because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter you're here because you want to start off and you're here because you want to make a change or you're here because you want to explore and have adventure and stuff. So that's the first, first question you want to ask yourself, you know, how much do I walk a day? Um, it's pretty, pretty simple. The best way I could tell you to kind of figure that out would be for you to look at your phone. If you have an iPhone, guess what? There's an app in there. I think it's called the heart or the, you know, daily, whatever it has a little heart on it. Um, click on that. Then you could definitely check to see how many steps you walk in a day. Uh, it, it could also average it, I think, for like a year. And so that should give you a pretty good idea as far as like how much do you walk. Um, it can vary from person to person. Again, if you're a beginner, 
um, this is your first time doing it or, you know, you want to go out there and exercise. This, this is great because it kind of gives you like a starting point. So let's say you work in an office job, you know, it's way different than somebody that works out in construction and is like physically going and moving stuff and up and down. And, you know, by the time that they're done, they're, they pretty much did a whole workout. Um, and I've had days like that where I work in my normal day job where by the time I'm done, I'm super exhausted because I'm not sitting behind a computer, you know, so I'm moving around all day. However, if you do happen to do some computer work or you happen to do office work, um, it's a little bit different because uh, the amount of work or, or as far as like walking, it's the walking portion. The amount of walking that you do uh, does, you know, get lowered by a lot. And so in an eight hour job, you might only walk, you know, half a mile. So that's something to, you know, kind of consider and stuff like when you're going to be choosing your trail is the length of it. That's that's first and foremost, you know, the most important part, you know, how much can you walk? So don't don't overexert yourself on, you know, man, I think I could get this done. Like, no, start off with something small. The best thing I could tell people, and it brings me to my next point, is elevation gain. So elevation gain has to do with, uh, like, how can I explain it? The hill. How high is the hill? How high is the mountain? Um, it's not talking about, like, what is the elevation to the trail? No, no, it's not talking about that. Um, it's not talking about 4,000 feet or 5,000 feet. And if you want me to be more specific, so let's just say um, if the trail started at 5,000 feet above sea level and it ended at 6,000 feet above sea level, then the elevation gain would be 1,000 feet. What makes a huge difference there is the length of the trail. So if the length of the trail is, let's say, for the sake of argument, so don't, don't take it so like personal, like, oh my God, he just made this up. It's just for the sake of argument. Let's say the length of the trail from starting to ending is five miles, right? And the elevation gain is 1000. Okay. That means you're going to have a longer period of time to get that elevation gain as opposed to uh, let's say a trail that's one mile and the elevation gain is 2000 feet now you're talking like almost a 90 degree uphill like super super steep and so it is a huge workout you might see it like oh well the length is only one mile i normally walk a mile during the day i should be able to do this I would definitely hold off on that. Um, and it has to do with the elevation game because basically what that's telling you, it is telling you that that thing is steep. Um, it is telling you it's going to be heavy. I'm not saying you can't accomplish it by all means. If you think you could do it, hey, don't let nobody stop you. Go ahead and do it and stuff, you know. But, you know, elevation gain is going to tell you how high you're going to climb. The length is going to tell you how fast it's going to go up, you know. And it could also have... Uh, I'm not sure if it's a, the correct word or the right word to use, like if there's elevation, de-elevation. So just as you go up, you also come down. So there are some trails where you might come down more than you go up. And it, it depends where the trail's at, you know. Um, there are different types of trail. And if this is a lot of information, don't worry. This episode is going to be up here. So just, you know, go back to it and, you know, kind of hear it again. But they have different types of trails. So they have trails that are out and back, 
Kind of meaning if you start in one point, you will head in one direction, you will reach the end, and you will turn around and go right back out the same direction that you came in. That would be like an out and back trail. They also have what's called a loop trail. So a loop trail could start off in one point and go around, like let's say a mountain, to come back to finish in the same point, or it could start off straight and then deviate to go around in a loop to connect back to the trail. That would be considered a loop trail. Um, and then you also have point-to-point trails. Point-to-point uh, -point trails um, are very, very easy, but it also takes a lot more planning. So if you're thinking about doing a point-to-point -point trail, like me, so I, I will definitely give you guys feedback on that. Um, I'm gonna be doing a point-to-point -point trail and it starts off in the San Fernando Valley and it ends in Will Rogers State Park. So um, it's about a 12 mile hike. Um, I'm gonna be carrying a 45 pound pack and that's for me to practice for my backpacking trip this coming year. Um, but point to point trails, you wanna have a plan, you know? So make sure that you have somebody to pick you up. Uh, don't make plans of, hey, I'm gonna walk from here to there because what about if you get there and you are tired? Guess what? Now you have to walk that trail back. And let's say, like I said, as an example, you're doing that 12 mile trail and now you have to walk back. Well, guess what? Now you're gonna walk back a total of 24 miles. So 12 one way, 12 back. And that also includes your gear. So not only are you carrying your weight of yourself, you're also carrying the weight of your pack. And that could be detrimental because depending on your knees, depending on your back, depending on you know your fitness, the elevation gain, the length, um, that could all play a big factor and a big role as far as how well you're gonna do. Um, and that's just something to kind of think about. So like those three points there, length, elevation gain, and the type of trail, um, very, very important, you know? Um, the other thing would be the distance. And when I talk about distance, I'm not talking about the length. I'm talking about the distance of how far you have to drive to that trail. Uh, take that into consideration because this means that you might have to drive out an hour, an hour and a half. I've driven out two hours just to go to a trail, you know, but it's things to kind of keep in mind. Um, so when you make your day, you plan out your day that you're going to go, you already know, uh, you know what? I need to make four hours time. Um, it's going to be about an hour drive. Plus it's going to be like another hour to two hours of hiking and then another, you know, hour driving back. So it's a total of four hours. Um, and always give yourself a little bit of extra time because once you get there, uh, let's say there's a waterfall, you're going to want to hang out. You're going to want to go check it out. Um, if it has like swimming holes, you're going to go, you know, go swimming into the swimming hole. Cause I know I would. Um, and it's, it's super, super fun. You know, make sure you pay attention to the geography cause that plays a huge role. And that when I'm talking about geography, I'm talking about, is it mountains? Is it, you know, a meadow? Is it a valley, a desert? Um, all that kind of coincides with the weather, you know? So let's just say that you're going to go on a hike that's 8,000 feet up. Um, your weather at your house uh, could be 50 degrees, 60 degrees, right? You go up to that 8,000 foot mountain an hour away. Well, guess what? The weather might be different. It might be snowing up there. It might be raining. It might be hailing. So you want to make sure that wherever you go, you look at the weather. Um, 
and, and pay really close attention because that's also going to play a huge role as far as like what for you know what you should wear should i wear shorts should i wear pants um long sleeves these are all items that you probably should be carrying in your pack anyways which i will make an episode just for that so don't worry uh, but this these are different things that you want to kind of keep in mind as far as like what is the weather going to be like you know uh sometimes there are especially here in california if you live elsewhere hit me up shout me out um it depends the, the conditions are different but here in california we tend to have a lot of fires so sometimes we could have fire conditions where there's a lot of smoke near an area you won't be able to go and stuff you know so that's also part of the weather it's also part of warnings so make sure that you check to see what kind of warnings there are um there are some areas and like i said it depends where you're gonna go where they might have warnings as far as like no campfires no stove fires or you might even need to get a permit which is completely easy you go online in california and you sign up and you basically do this like uh, i think it's like a five minute class and they award you a certificate for that day or you know for the time period that you're gonna go um this is all things to kind of think about you know um one of the things i just remembered right now uh i just went to a trail it's called the bridge nowhere it's uh right here in Sousa. it's not too far from my house but basically uh at the beginning of the trail there was uh, kind of like a check-in system so you check in you write down your name your address this and that um and that plays a role as far as like them knowing statistics like you know who's here where they're coming from uh what city what state what you know what country but it also helps in case of an emergency. Um, let's say, God forbid, you got lost, right? They tend to go to those uh, trail ends. If they see a car there, they're going to look for the car because it does ask you for the car. It does ask you for the license. Um, they're going to find out, hey, uh, Rigo's missing. Why? Because his car's still here. His checkout time was supposed to be at this time. And so... They're probably going to call, you know, the next of kin. Like, hey, has he checked in with you guys? Can you guys find out? If nobody responds, hey, we haven't talked to him. More than likely, they're going to end up doing a uh, search and rescue. Um, They have different types. That's for a whole different, you know, episode. But make sure you do check in at the, you know, if they have a check-in system. Because that can help you. It can save your life, you know. Uh, I would also say, if you can... But again, you're, you're a beginner, but if you can, and if you really, really enjoy it, um, you can purchase what they call a personal locator beacon. They have different ones and they also have some that are like satellite phones, but they have some that are like Garmin where you can actually have the map of the location of where you're going and stuff. So, you know, if you're out in the mountain, you're trying to figure out where you're going, you pop it open, you can look at your map and you know exactly where you're at. Let's say you were to get hurt. Let's say you were to get injured and you need help that plb personal locator beacon uh they sell them at rei just in case in case you're looking into one um they go for around you know anywhere between i think it's like 250 and 700 um they will serve your life i don't personally carry one um i'm definitely not against it i'm definitely for it um some people don't want to carry it because it's kind of like you don't want to have technology out in the wilderness but if it could save your life, why not? You know, um, for those people, and I, I know, trust me, I've been there before, and I'm talking about certain gear, like let's say a day pack, uh, you, you know, your POB, even shoes, appropriate shoes, and whatnot. 
if you had to and you didn't have the money to buy it, uh, you could always finance it. So they have a lot of different apps where you could finance it, like Affirm. Or there's another one that I've used before. And I can't think of it right now because I'm, of course, I'm doing the podcast. I can't think. But uh, basically, you could choose, you know, how to pay it back. Um, and I've, I've made purchases like that where I wanted something. And, you know, maybe I didn't have the money. Then I would put it. It's kind of like credit and stuff. Um, but you could choose it. You could choose your, your equipment, purchase it. And this this will all help you, you know. Uh, talking about a POB, I would also try to see if they have a map. Uh, see if you could purchase a map. If you can't purchase a map, try to see if you could download one. Uh, one of the good things about all trails is you could download a topographic map if you have the pro version. I don't know if you could do it with like the regular one, but if you do have the pro version, um, you could always download it and you could download the topographic map. And the reason I would say download the topographic map because it's gonna tell you, you know, what direction is north and true north. Um, it's also gonna tell you how many inches to feet and that's talking about the map. So like one inch to 24,000 feet. Um, so when you're looking at your map, you know that from that portion to that portion, that's how many feet apart it is. And if you want to know about how far a mile is, it's about 5,250 feet or so. So it's giving you about, I think, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, almost five miles span and one inch. Um, Another way that you could check out for your, you know, the perfect trail for you would be a ratings. Um, so I'm sometimes against technology, but it does help out. Um, I myself, I research sometimes to like see if I could find some cool trails or whatever it might be, you know, but check out ratings because depending on the ratings, um, it'll give you a pretty good general idea as far as like, is this trail cool? Does it actually have water? Make sure to check out the pictures too. Um, cause I've been to some trails where it's like December, there's no water. And then come February and spring, it's like full of water, but then summer again, it's like empty. So ratings and pictures, it's going to show you a lot. Um, and like I said, every single app, every single website is completely different, but don't be fearful. Uh, go ahead, check it out. Um, the last, last thing I would tell you besides the ratings would be check out, you know, when the sun rises, when the sun sets. This has to do with sometimes people go to a trail and like right now, right now here in California, uh, the sun is setting at about 430, five o'clock. Sometimes another, you know, other places of the world, the sun doesn't set to like eight or nine. Uh, so that could be very, very detrimental to your hiking. Um, and again, I'm going to make an episode as far as what you should carry in your backpack, but this will also tell you if you have to carry a flashlight, you know, it's also going to tell you depending on the location, depending on the elevation, if it's going to get cold fast, because in the mountain, it could be 75 degrees and all of a sudden it could drop down to 35 degrees, you know, within an hour's time. And it has to do because the sun went down. So you don't want to be caught up in the forest or in the trail or wherever you might be at um, without daylight. Um, a very, very simple, and this is a, you know, a good tip for people. If you want to see how much time you have before the sun goes down. So what you would do is you would look at the sun. You would put your four fingers. Okay. Basically at the base of the sun to the horizontal area. And when I'm talking about horizontal, it's, you know, where it's flat land, right? 
for every finger it's 15 minutes so if you and definitely get your hand get your hand and i know it sounds funny because i'm talking to you over the mic but get your hand folding your thumb and put your fingers together right so you have your thumb folded in you have your fingers together all right now put your arm straight up in front of you and tilt your wrist towards you now you should be looking at your fingers you should be looking at your thumb and if you notice you have your four fingers so each one of those fingers is 15 minutes then all you would have to do is raise your hand up to wherever the sun is at and put your very very top finger at the base of the sun and count how many fingers you have down that's going to tell you how much daylight you still have um and it's pretty pretty accurate um i've tried it many many times and it does help out for sure um and this is just in case, you know, your, your clock runs out and I can show you guys how to like navigate with your clock for north, south, east and west in a different episode. But this is just like I said, basic, basic for beginners. Um, other than that, um, I could tell you like for sure, for sure. Make sure you carry water. Um, people forget to carry water and then they get disorientated. They get disorientated, they get lost. Um, sometimes people pass out. You know, which is not good. You definitely want to have some snacks. Um, protein snacks such as, you know, jerky. Those are perfect. Um, and water shoes. Uh, so this weekend, like I said, I went hiking. Oh, by the way, shout out to Bree. What up, girl? It was a pleasure meeting you. Super, super amazing dope-ass hiker. 100% down. 30 degrees. It was super cold. The water was iced in some areas. And we had to cross to the river and she just said, you know what? I'm just going to walk right through it like a champ. They didn't even like think about it twice. She's just, I'm just going to do it. Forget about it. Um, and sometimes it happens, you know, sometimes you're going to get to a trail where you might need water shoes. Um, make sure that you have them with you, because if you don't, you're going to be walking around with wet socks, wet shoes all day. Um, and I saw that happen, you know, this trail many, 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 many times. And so it's something just for you to be prepared, you know, so water, snacks, water, shoes, make sure you carry a beanie, flashlight. Um, This is all beginner stuff, you know, something that you want to carry with you. As far as backpack and gear, um, you can start off with the, you know, regular backpack, Jansport backpack, um, but don't carry things in a bag. I've seen people sometimes when they carry like, when I mean a bag, I'm talking about like a a store bag. Uh, Don't do that. Um... If the bag rips, most people leave the bags out in the, you know, in the mountain. Please don't do that. That's, you know, it's not good with nature. There's a thing called the leave no trace behind. So basically the way you find it is the way you leave it. Any trash you pack in, you pack out. Um, I always see all the time and I'll pick up stuff here and there. Wrappers, gum wrappers and all that. Make sure you take out your trash. You know, this is all part of, you know, nature for us to keep it and take care of it. Um, and keep that in mind. You know, keep that in mind because other people are going to go check it out. The very, 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 very last thing that I could tell you, and this is more of a tip and also an observation. Uh, So this weekend, like I said, we went hiking and um, normally I I look for the trails. Some trails are very distinguished and then there's some trails that are very hard to tell. Look for markers. Uh, This particular trail had arrows painted on the rocks and the you know, the trees, which 100% I do not agree with, uh, because that's not what we're there to do. Uh, 
However, it was very helpful. If it was my first trip, I'm pretty sure I can navigate just looking at that. Even if I got off, you know, a little bit off the trail, you know, I would be able to get back onto it just because of those markers. Um, don't be afraid if you get off the trail. Uh, let's say you're walking and all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh, it, where am I? Do not panic. People panic, they get scared, and they start walking to wherever, you know? <laughs> don't do that. Make sure you stop. Make sure you take a deep breath, relax, calm down, and just follow your way back. Wherever you came from, just try to walk back as straight as you can through the same exact trail. Look down, make sure that you see your feet print. Um, most of the time, and it's happened to me before where I was walking on a trail when I was backpacking, and I started walking in an area where it looked like it was undisturbed. I'm like, um... I think I'm off the trail. So I ended up having to backtrack and I ended up finding the trail. Um, I actually even turned on my phone. Thankfully, I had downloaded the map and I was about like, you know, I don't know, half a mile off the trail. Um, and it happens. It happens. Don't be afraid. Make sure that you carry a compass with you. Make sure you have a paper map. I, I could definitely tell you that for sure, because uh, that could help you. That could definitely help you, especially in like an emergency situation. And be sure to tell somebody, like, you know, where you're going. Uh, this weekend, I completely forgot. And it, and it also had to do because it was, like, last minute. Um, I decided to go, like, hey, I'm going to go over here. And when I got to the mountain, I was like, shoot, I forgot to text my mom or text my sister. Somebody just to tell them, hey, I'm going to be on this trail. I should be back by this time. Be sure to let somebody know. Uh, this helps out a lot because if something does happen to you, let's say you break your leg. You're not back by the time that you tell them they were able to send somebody out, you know, and they do that for backpacking as well, where you have to fill out a request to let them know where you're going to start and where you're going to end. So if you don't come back, they will send out a rescue team to try to find you and try to figure out what's going on, you know. But anyways, I think this pretty much, you know, answers any question as far as choosing a trail for beginners. Uh, so we went over the length, the length of the trail, uh, the elevation gain. What type of trail is it? Is it an out and back, a point to point, a loop trail? The driving distance, how far do you have to drive? You know, the weather, the ratings, and of course, like I said, the light. How much light do you have? How much sunlight do you have? You know, if you guys have any more tips, be sure to like message me. Uh, feel free to message me or DM me to Tattoos by Rigo on Instagram. Um, I also have a TikTok, which is exactly the same, Tattoos by Rigo, R-I-G-O. And I'll be more than happy to message you guys back. I'll try to start, you know, hopefully, hopefully with my schedule. Um, I should be able to try to give you guys at least one episode a week. And it'll be about different things. That's why I didn't want to make my podcast just of one single thing. Because uh, my life is crazy. And life in general is crazy. And it doesn't have to be gangster or anything. It's just... We get so busy with like regular life that, uh, you know, our life is just bonkers. So be sure to follow me. Uh, once again, thank you guys for checking in. Hopefully this kind of helps you guys out to like choose the correct trail. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out and I will hopefully talk to you guys in a week. All right. You guys be safe. Stay safe. Stay adventurous. Go out and have fun. All right. We guys later.